Hello, and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies Podcast. I'm your host and your friend, Jenny Moss. This is episode 91, and we have an amazing episode for you. I got to interview Courtney Tolman from Gen Conf Love, and I've been following her account for about eight years. She is a delight, very genuine and kind, and just has a heart of gold. I loved learning from her and I had to cut out multiple times when I was crying so that you could hear her audio. Courtney is a delight. She is a wife and a mom to three children. She's passionate about helping others, singing, speaking, quotes, health and fitness, a healthy mindset, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and family. She loves getting outside on hikes and is content in the mountains and in nature. She graduated from Weber State University in public relations and is continually gaining and pursuing education and self-development. I know you're going to enjoy this interview with Courtney from Gen Conf Love. You talked about this a little bit in the video you recently posted about, and you said this, and this is like the most mind boggling, beautiful thing to say. You said that the goal of your Instagram is to amplify the voice of the prophets and apostles because you know, it's directly from God. And then you said something about how it's, there's safety in that. And I love that. Can you talk a little bit more about that? How do you feel the safety within the, the words of the prophets and apostles? You know, when I started my account nine years ago, I started it because I wanted to share conference quotes because I was going to be reading a conference talk a week. That was a goal I had set that year. To go back in time, I've always loved quotes and conference quotes. And I remember a few of my young women leaders creating these cute little pieces of paper with conference quotes and giving us them um, during lessons. And I would just love these so much. And I paste them in my scriptures. And whenever they share quotes, I'd be taking notes. Sharing quotes and loving the apostles and prophets and their words is something I've just always been drawn to. I decided, you know what, I'm going to start sharing some quotes that I'm learning from these talks. And you know what, what, what does it hurt to share, share with people? I'm just going to kind of keep this anonymous though. <laughs> in all honesty, I kept my page a little bit anonymous. So it wasn't as scary because all I was doing quotes and no one really knew it was me. But it's interesting because like you said, as time has gone on and as the world has gotten more dark, as we can see very clearly, I realized how inspired it was to start doing this because mm. it is there is safety in listening to the prophets and apostles. They are the voices in the world that we can trust 100%. There's other great voices out there. There's other great leaders. There's other great books. But we know the words from the prophets and apostles are safe. We know that as we um, go to the Lord in prayer and the scriptures that we're safe. And so, honestly, like I said, my goal of my account is just to amplify their voices. I'm just the instrument. Like, I'm not, I'm not really saying anything from my own voice. Sometimes I'll add some things. But it's really coming from them because they're the voices we can trust. I love 
Love that. And I, I imagined as you were saying this, you know, in the Olympics when they like hold the torch and then they'll, they'll, the next person will carry the torch and then they go and they light like the big, huge, um, Olympic thing. Yes. I, I see that with what you're doing. I see that, um, when people show up to relief society lessons with the fire of the gospel that they have gained from reading the words of prophets, from gleaning that knowledge and light for themselves, then they have the opportunity to pass the torch. Yeah, And it's so cool that as your light and knowledge and understanding and love of the Savior has grown, you have chosen to share that with other people. And I think that that's probably one of the most sacred things that we can do on this earth is sharing that light with other people. It's, it's very cool. So thank you. Well, thank you. And, and something that's been cool to kind of add to this is nine years. I mean, before that, I've loved quotes too. But for nine years, I've been reading, posting, um, studying the words. And so they are in my head all the time. Mm. They are in my head. And so as I go to my callings, as I meet with friends or family members or neighbors, there's those, there's those quotes. And there's so many I have memorized. I mean, just different experiences I've had in my life as a mom, different things, just quotes come to my mind, you know, how I can react to this situation, how I can handle this situation. You know, as young women president, I would know how to, what to say to these girls. And just in teaching lessons or in moments, having those just, that's the thoughts in my head, you know, that's not to say I haven't had you know, times of dark thoughts or hard thoughts, but it's, I mean, God's words and his prophets and apostles words are so much more powerful than darkness. And so I feel like I've just been able to be enlightened and have this light about me as I, because I've been focusing on the words of the apostles. Oh, I love that so much. And, and I, I echo that too. Um, I loved president Monson. He was always like, just so tender. And I felt so connected to him. The first conference talk I ever fell in love with was hidden wedges. And I was like a kid, but I remember being like, this is my guy. Like he gets me, he knows. And so one of the things that he would do is he would memorize uh, scriptures. He always had like a little stack of cards in his pocket and he'd memorize scriptures and poems and different things to help his mind um, be full of the things of God. And so I wanted to do that same thing as well. And so I've tried to memorize different scriptures, especially ones that anchor me to truth. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I've had like throughout my life, I've had this idea that um, everybody else's worth is um, seen by God and seen by others, but that I do not have that worth. And so one of the ways that I've been able to combat that and really eradicate that from my brain is the remember the worth of souls is great in the sight of God. And like reciting that to myself, I'm like, that is scripture. That is truth. And I feel what you said, that light of God's word illuminate and really cast out the darkness and cast out this idea that's not true. And yes, and now you have this like awesome tools to be able to help all the people around you. And like, what a great way to enter into a room with a a group of uh, awesome things in your brain to know how to help the people. So that's fantastic. 
And I think it like dovetails perfectly into how have you seen uh, just experiences where you've seen the Lord's hand when you've been sharing the gospel, either online or with other people in your life? How have you seen that um, experience pan out? I mean, I've seen God's hand in what I've done too many, so many times. It's hard to count. Um, there's times where um, I'll feel, feel inspired to share something immediately. You know, it's, and I've learned over my, my life to never delay that. Like there's times I'll be like doing something and it's a thought. I'm like, I've got to do this right now. I'll come into my office or wherever I am, create something, find something, share something and post it. And what's cool about that is to get messages or comments from people that say, Hey, this is what I needed to hear. I don't know how you did that. This is exactly what I needed in this moment. And to be able to make that difference. But what I always try to do in those messages or comments is just point people back to Christ because I mean, this is his page. This is his account. This is his work. Um, I'm just the instrument and he's blessed me with this um, platform to be able to do that. And it's really not me, you know, and I don't ever want to be the one that people look to that. I always want to point people back to Christ. This was him. I just was the instrument in, in that post, you know, he just used me as that instrument. It's just keeping that spirit with me and, um, listening to those promptings. I love that very, very much. Um, and I know that to get to that point, you have seen the savior just time and time again, fill you, heal you, be there for you. And that's why, that's why you want to do that. So that, that's very, very powerful. I really love that. And, um, I've seen you, really hone this incredible way of following the spirit when you share. And so if someone wanted to maybe start sharing on their social media, feeling more empowered to share, maybe even with the people around them, what are some of the ways that you would direct them or like tips you would give to help them know how to share the gospel? One thing I would say is if you feel that, desire, you feel that push, you feel the spirit prompting you to start, just start. There's going to, I mean, we can sit in this cycle of, okay, I don't have things perfect yet. I haven't created content in the past. I don't, there's too many people already doing it. They're so much better than me. You will be guided to do exactly what you need to do because there are people that need your voice that need you. Mm. And they may need you in that exact moment of their life. And so there's a quote that says, you can't always wait for the perfect time. Sometimes you have to dare to do it because life is too short to wonder what could have been. You've got to do it. You don't want to regret later and say, why didn't I just do it? And I think God puts those um, things into our heart and soul for a reason. And one thing I also, you know, I love quotes and things like that, but I also always want to remind people of this. And I think it's super important. You were saved for these days for a purpose. You were saved out of all the times you could have come to earth for right now. You have a great purpose and worth and God trusts you. You're here at the time where we're preparing the world for the second coming of the Savior. 
we cannot hold back our light. We cannot hold back. If we feel that we need to do this, we need to do it. And we need to trust that the Lord will help us. And I think that's something else I've learned over the years is that the Lord will be there to help you. And you know what? You just have to start. It may not be perfect, but you will learn as you go. And he'll help you learn as you go. And you're going to impact people. And even if it's just one person that you impact, is that worth it? You know, is that worth it? Christ goes after the one. So my overall thing would be just to start. Don't get caught up in all the to-dos of how to do it. Just, Just start an account. Just start doing it. Reach out to some people that are already doing it. I'm sure there's plenty that would love to help you and support you. Oh, I love that so much. And um, I was talking with Emma Ellis. She has the account Pow Herful. She's a gem. I love her. She's a gem. She's incredible. And she was talking about the fear that she had about starting. And I've told her before, like the, the things that she shared has really helped me and really made an impact on my life. And I'm so thankful that she chose to do that, even though she felt really vulnerable in that process. And I definitely felt that same thing when I started, I was not in a very good place in my life, um, mentally and physically. And I didn't really feel like I had an offering that would be helpful for other people. But I realized, um, after Heavenly Father showed me that it's helpful to people who are also in a dark place that you can testify that Jesus Christ is there with you. And so in the beginning, I felt like that those were the people I was speaking to, the other people who are sitting in the dark spot who are like wanting to feel Jesus Christ, but not necessarily having it very, very strong in their life, but to keep pushing, keep trusting, keep believing, you know, that God is really there. The power that comes from you just starting, like you said, uh, Heavenly Father helps you have more and more momentum. Because I bet as you've gone along, you're more consistent now in the ways that you share. You see more things, you know um, what you should be doing um, more and more as you've done this. Oh, yeah. And like I said, you know, you, you receive those promptings and you just learn to not question them. <laughs> you're not like, mm. was that God? Was that you know, what is that really something I should share? I'm kind of scared. No, you do it. You do it. And over time of doing that, you just become more confident and and you just become, you just know that that's directly from the Lord. That's fantastic. So how has, we've talked a little bit about this. You've touched on it a little bit. How has sharing the gospel affected your life? How was your life before? How is your life now? Have you seen any changes? Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's impacted my life profoundly. It's like I said earlier, it's amazing what having the prophets, apostles voices literally in your head (laughs) every day. I've always naturally been drawn to spiritual things. When I was young, I remember trying to talk to people about the gospel and getting some weird looks sometimes like as a young, you know, I've always just had this deep spiritual longing and just looking at the stars, just feeling emotion from a deep age. Um, I would say that my conversion to the gospel has been deep. I'm deeply converted over this time of the last nine years of sharing 
the messages of God. Um, my, my testimony is deep. There's deep roots there. And I learned the character of Christ over this time as well. Just deep, like just a deeper understanding of the character of Christ, how he loves us so much. Because like I said, there's been times I felt inspired to share something and then to receive messages that this is what they needed, just as you shared earlier. Um, it, it amazes me that he uses us as instruments on a platform where you're sharing quotes mm-hmm. that it can do good. You know, it can do good. It's taught me of his character, of his trust in us to lift others. It's taught me of a deeper love that he has. And like I said, my, my testimony is just deep. I don't feel like there's many things that could shake it because I've just consistently put in my mind these, these spiritual words and thoughts and quotes. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Um, this is not on our list, but I was wondering, do you have like a go-to talk or speaker or scripture that you, when you're struggling, like this is your, this is your happy place. The quotes and the person I go to the most is President Nelson. There's out him that just speaks to me. Yes. I just know he's our prophet. And I remember in April 2015, he shared a talk, a plea to my sisters. And I remember one of the quotes he said in there. He said, we need women who know how to make important things happen by their faith and who are courageous defenders of morality and families. And there was a time that was a time in my life that was difficult. I was going through something really hard that many people didn't even know about. No one really. And he gave that talk. And I remember diving into this quote and taking it to heart and praying to God and saying, we need to learn how to make important things happen with our faith. And things started to fall in place. You know, I prayed, I'm like, I am trying here. I'm trying, I'm doing everything I can. I'm utilizing my faith and I'm taking this to heart. And things just started to fall into place. And that was a huge testimony builder to me. And um, another one was in April, 2014 from President Nelson, let your faith show. And he said, there is only one in whom your faith is always safe. And that is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. We know we're safe when we're listening to the savior and his prophets and apostles. And so I would say president Nelson, and there's a few others of his that have really impacted me. I actually shared a reel um, a month or two ago that went, it went to a lot of people and it was talking about a few of his quotes that he's given recently. Um, Ones where he says in coming days, it will not be possible to survive spiritually without directing, comforting and constant influence of the Holy ghost you when he said that my ears perked up and I thought wow that's that's powerful right there in coming days it will not be possible to survive spiritually that was given in April 2018 and think of everything that has happened since then and I mean I've used that quote so often over the past few years and then he said again just this past conference in coming days we will see the greatest manifestation the savior's power that the world has ever seen so when he says in coming days i listen (laughs) 
I love that. President Nelson is incredible. And uh, his, my favorite talk by him is probably Spiritual Treasures. I feel like that's been a really big anchor for me. But he also gave a talk about how God, um, it's from a long time ago. I'll link it in the caption, but it is very good. And he talks about how God uses the impossible to teach us his power. He uses the impossible to show us it really, truly is possible. And I think uh, President Nelson has seen that in his own life with his career, with different struggles that he had. When he lost his wife, it was really hard on him, his first wife. And um, I love that he has been that spiritual anchor for you. He, he really, truly has a special witness of Jesus Christ, and you can feel it in his words. Okay, so how does it look for you um, to prepare spiritually to know what to share? And like, what does your scripture study look like? Yeah, so um, I, I just strive to live my life in accordance with the gospel. And I will say I am not perfect at studying the scriptures. I'm not perfect. Just this morning, I got up early. You know, I strive to get up early and read my scriptures and study and do the come follow me strive being the key word there. My alarm set, got up, kind of got in my gym clothes because I usually will do my study and then be ready for the gym, get my kids off to school. Well, my alarm goes off and I get up and I start getting ready and I'm going to go and study and my little two-year-old wakes up and he's just crying, ready to wake up. And I think in my head, okay, it is so hard sometimes to get this studying done that I so desire to do. And I had my little boy and he just wanted to snuggle me. And so we're sitting on the couch and I'm just like rubbing his legs and whispering how much I love him. And in my head still thinking, man, I just really wanted to study. But I had this spirit wash over me that there's times and seasons and the work I'm doing right this minute of snuggling my two-year-old, whispering things to him, how much I love him, rubbing his back. That is a holy work. That is making me more like God. Mm-hmm. That is that is making me more like my heavenly parents. And that's bringing me closer to him. And so it really just is me striving to do my best in any situation that comes in my day. And some days that's getting a great study in in the morning before my kids wake up. And some days that's just snuggling my little boy and loving him in that moment. Mm -hmm. Really, that's what it is. I don't feel like I'm just perfect every day at getting my scripture study in. It's, It's I'm striving, but it's just making those choices daily to love, to serve those around me, to utilize repentance, course correct when I need to, and just striving to create a Christ centered haven and space in my home. That is fantastic. And completely in line with the um, beginning of the come follow me manual for each year. It talks about how scripture study is not just an acquisition of information. It is to convert us. It is the process of conversion. And I do believe, and I've seen in my own life, that the love and the connection and the sacrifice involved in motherhood has converted me mm. more and more to become like Christ. I feel it when I'm up in the middle of the night holding my baby because he's teething. And you'll get those those moments where the spirit washes over you and you're like, I am doing exactly yes. what I'm supposed to do right now. 
I am in line. I am in alignment with God. So I love that idea and that understanding that I don't think the expectation is every morning we have that like hour long, you know, <laughs> and, and honestly, would I love that? Probably. I loved it on my mind. Yeah, it was great. But um, it, that is not how my life has happened. But I love that idea that you say, and you've, you've said this phrase multiple times, the striving, striving to become like Christ. And I feel like that's letting the conversion happen. That's, that's engaging in a good cause. So that's fantastic, Courtney. I wanted to know, have you felt like God lately has been teaching you something that he wants you to learn or relearn? Um, and what is that thing? Yeah, so I actually have two. One thing, the first one is, I feel like God's been teaching me because, you know, over the past 10-ish or so years, you know, I have been dealing with things that are so personally challenging that no one knows. Something I've learned is that God wants me to trust Him and rely on Him. And I feel like He teaches me that all the time because there's times I'll pray and I'm like, why is this happening? Or why, you know... And the thing I just keep being reminded of is that God wants me to trust Him and put my faith in Him. And He wants me to know He's there. And He's the one I can turn to and trust no matter what. Mm. And like I've said, you know, a few times in here, I do have that strong testimony. And I feel like it's because of those things that I've personally gone through that I have gained that testimony. And He's taught me that. And He continually teaches me that, that He's the one I can rely on always. And the second one is just a deeper and higher level of love, love for my neighbor, fellow man, my family, and ultimately for God. I, I've just been feeling lately that he's trying to teach all of us a higher level of love, more unity, more love, building each other up, helping remind people of their worth. And so those, those are the two things I feel like he's been teaching me you know, over the last 10 years, but more recently as well. That reminder and that deepening, I can, I can see you as you talked about the roots of your testimony. I can see those roots growing as you take these lessons, utilize them in your life, learn them more fully. It's like those roots deepen and deepen. And um, I think it ties into the spiritual whirlwind talk where um, Elder Aniston talks about how it like spiritual whirlwinds will take us anywhere. But if we get deeper and deeper roots from the movement of the tree. Like we can withstand hardship. I I am very thankful, but also just in awe of the sacrifices that you've made and the consistent effort that you've put into your life to um, share and promote uh, and amplify the prophets and apostles. So on behalf of all the listeners, thank you for doing that. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Wasn't she amazing? I felt so peaceful, but also equally excited and just full of hope after I talked to her. If you'd like to connect more with Courtney, um, you can find her on Instagram at G-E-N-C-O-N-F-L-O-V-E. That's Jen Conf Love. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you next time. If you'd like to continue this conversation, find us on Instagram at the Latter-day Ladies 
or on our website, thelatterdayladies.shopify.com for all of your Christ-centered artwork needs.